Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. And we're on the second day of the BRICS summit. Much negotiation and wheeling and dealing going on. Well, dealing, you could say. And uh, yes, much discussions going on about trade and industry and what's in it for you and what's in it for me. Joining us on the line now, Darby Root, Chief Economist at the Efficient Group. Darby, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us, Davi. And, uh, of course, as I've laid out the basis of our discussion this afternoon, it's all about BRICS, the 15th BRICS Summit happening in Santon at the moment. And uh, looking at what's being discussed, what's uh, what one's trying to derive from this, what's trying to tell what one is expecting to see being taken out of this uh, gathering of all these nations, Will we see a new BRICS currency, and how feasible, realistic is this? The short answer to that is probably no. But mm. uh, when you talk about the BRICS currency, let's just understand what we're talking about. Because yes. it, it could mean a number of things. Right. Uh, we, <clears throat> for, for one, it could mean a new payment or a, 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 an extension of the current payment system. What I mean by that, uh, a payment system simply means, is it possible for South Africans to import something from India, for example, and pay in rand? And have your ranch converted in their local currency. Or for a right. Chinese, for a Chinese person to import from South Africa and have his remittance converted into South African rands, whatever. Right. Now that is certainly possible. And that is something that, that, that is currently being done. We can expand on that and we can make it easier mm-hmm. so that we can pay one another with our own currency. So that is certainly a possibility and that's a more of a technical thing because right. you need the software and you need the expert, uh, IT experts to put something like that in place. So that's one possibility and the answer to that is certainly yes, in fact, it is happening already. Right. A, sec- a, th- a second possibility is, and perhaps I could just give you a bit, a bit of a background. When a Chinese talk about a new reserve currency. Mm-hmm. I think the Chinese mean that they would want their currency to remember to be exactly that, to be the new reserve currency. And I'm mm. afraid that the, the, the Chinese remember is not really suited to be a, a major reserve currency yet. And there are some reasons for that. One is that they simply do not have uh, a capital market behind them like the Americans have at the moment. Right. So I think there, there's a political angle to this. The Chinese want to see their currency become the, the new reserve currency. That is not going to happen. That's not going to happen soon. But if you have to pick one of the countries uh, to provide the reserve currency, the Chinese is probably the best, simply because they are the, by far the biggest economy, right. but because of the reasons I've mentioned. Right. The third possibility is that we can establish a new currency, and a completely new currency, a BRICS currency as such. And again, there are major issues here because who's going to be in charge of this? Right. Where is this new central bank going to be? And mm-hmm. remember, there's a lot of money to be made out of making money. The South African Reserve Bank makes a lot of money. There's a lot of money there. Right. So, so who, are we going to uh, split those, those profits there? Uh, where's the capital market going to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are mm-hmm. so, so many questions. In other words, what I'm saying, is it possible to create what the Europeans did with the euro? That's what I actually, to cut into, cut into, to cut into the conversation there, Darby, that was actually going to be my next question. Are they trying to simulate or imitate the, the way that the euro came about? Um, well, you could do that, right? You know, it mm-hmm. took the Europeans probably something like 60 or 70 years before they eventually ended up with the euro. Right. Uh, but w- what you need to do, you will have to fix the exchange rates of the various currencies. Uh, that's got to be a mm. fixed currency, first of all. Secondly, you have to open up the borders, allow people and goods and capitals to flow freely. That's the yes. requirement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to get the economies to think in terms of inflation and, and the economic growth and that, that sort of stuff. And to get all these things sorted out, it's going to take a very, very long time. It's well, not impossible. It mm-hmm. could happen. 
but but I, this is this is absolutely this is not a project that can be concluded within a year or two. It's a very very long term project and very important. Like I said, mm-hmm. whenever the Chinese talk about a currency for for BRICS, I think they always think of the renminbi being that currency. So, Darby, based on what you've just outlined, as you've just uh, you've just underlined that point about things, you know, things don't happen overnight, and it will take a long time, a long process, as did the euro did, to arrive at the point at where it is now. What is the what do you think is the best departure point that the BRICS summit could have yeah. at this point in time? What could they accomplish in a sh- yeah. in such a short term, given the situation that the globe is in at the moment, economically and industrially, call it what you may, yeah. and people now want results, given what you know. The living conditions one is going through at the moment. What is the best they could take away from this BRICS summit at this very point in time? I think the first one is certainly to make sure that the payment system that mm-hmm. we have is expanded and it's easier to get money mm-hmm. to flow across borders. So that is certainly something that we can and should do. A second one, and I think this is this is actually what the, as an economist that what I would like to see, mm-hmm. and there's a number of free trade agreements between all these countries in BRICS. Mm-hmm. So they can say, listen, I want to import and export to any man, uh, members of the BRICS countries without all this red tape and all the import duties and everything. And I think that should be one of the requirements if you want to become a new member of BRICS. Mm-hmm. And that is that you will have to sign up to this, right. saying that, listen, I want to join BRICS and I will open up my economy. That mm-hmm. means I will allow foreigners to come, foreign BRICS countries, uh, to come and trade and compete with me in my country, and I will have the right to go and compete in their country as well. So that that must be a requirement, and I think mm. that is perhaps the single most. Of course, the payment systems, like I've said, but uh, some kind of free market yeah. or free trade agreement between the various ma- members of BRICS. I mean, Darby, okay. Now, based on what you've just outlined to us, now there are already some, you know, like reservations from some nations regarding this, uh, regarding some proposals put forward regarding the BRICS structure and how it should go, which is exactly what you're touching on to now with with all. So diverse economies, red tape, etc., yes. etc. Can we really see this happening anytime soon? Yes, I think to an extent, certainly. There's uh, maybe a, a third point that is also important, and mm-hmm. we made some progress on that, and that's the existing BRICS Bank. Don't confuse that with the BRICS Central Bank. That's something different. The existing BRICS Bank, mm-hmm. or the so-called New Development Bank, right. we've made some progress on that as well, because the BRICS Bank already is taking, uh, is borrowing money and lending money out to not only the BRICS members, to some other members as well. And I think we can certainly expand on that as well. Mm-hmm. So that is some, perhaps another uh, area where we can make much quicker and faster mm-hmm. progress. Mm-hmm. And that's in terms of finance. And we're making quite nice progress on that as well. But what I would like to see is to see if we can open up our economy as well, much as possible. But that needs more competition amongst one another. Well, there we have it. We want to see the bottom line of economies opening up, uh, becoming a bit more competitive and accepting to other economies to accommodate one's needs and one's requirements and one's expectations. Darby, we're just going to, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for taking the time for joint to join us this afternoon on the afternoon overdrive, just to give us some background as to your take on a BRICS currency, if it'll ever come about.